Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today it is Morel and myself. How's it going, Morel? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? Very good. I'm very excited to be here. It's been a minute. The last episode was a backup one because things are crazy busy for everyone's life. And uh, you may notice that we are gingerless today, but that's because uh, Kyo and Hotshot are in the procedures of a move. They are changing apartments. So uh, Morel's coming in here. He's uh, stepping up from the assistant position to the hosting, only hosting position. And uh, I'm very excited because today we're going to be doing a 2.0 topic one that we did back on episode 91 uh before the morale era we are going to be talking about anime killers this is going to be a very exciting topic uh the reason why is because i got morale with me and he's going to bring a brand new outlook on it let's uh let's start with uh what went into your list when you were picking your anime killers um mainly the animes that i love a lot so like um Silver of a Failed Knight, String Ball, and also you can't consider Avatar the Last Airbender and stuff, right? And I those mean, it's are the arguable, but th- you might get some <laughs> flack in the comments, but I'll, I'll let it slide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just that those are the, the animes that I love most dear to my heart kind of thing. Yes, um, yes. I there totally are understand. a lot of other animes, but they don't really have like villains that kill right. or anything so okay i got you i got you very cool for myself um i went and listened back to the episode and i tried to um change up my my uh, perspective because to me like anime killers always felt like very evil to me and are my picks still evil people yes but some of them could be considered heroic or just doing what they have to you know so i'm just very excited for this obviously if you are not the kind of person who enjoys this kind of topic uh this is gonna be your only warning we're gonna be talking about um you know killing sprees so if you're not a fan of that this will be the moment for you to click away okay morale i'll let you choose do you want me to go first or do you want to go first i'll have you go first because you are the uh main host whoa Whoa, okay. Well, I gotta I gotta start off strong. To me, um, the first time around, I remember picking Ryuk uh, as the uh, as an anime killer. Uh, reason being that obviously Ryuk drops the death note into the human realm and then um, is very much responsible because of his boredom um, for what occurs. But the main driving force of the killing spree in an anime called Death Note um, was Light Yagami. Light Yagami is my first pick. To me, Light is a undeniable um, killer. You know what I mean? He's literally named Kira, which is uh, translates to killer. And the plot here in Death Note, without spoiling, uh, I won't go past episode one, is that um, there's the human realm and then there's the Shinigami realm. And basically, in the Shinigami realm, you have God's death. And they are very bored. There's very little to do. All they do is gamble their, li- their lives away and just kill time doing nothing right they like eating apples and they're very much uh, mythical creatures who are extremely creepy is the way i would put it and one of these shinigami is called ryuk and he out of boredom decides to drop a death note a magical notebook where if you write someone's name in it when you think of their face 
40 seconds later, they die um, of a heart attack. And obviously, there's a lot of mo many more rules in this Death Note, and there's a lot of other stipulations and stuff, but we'll leave it at that. And this Death Note, once it hits the ground, it belongs to the human realm. And a human called Light Yagami, who's basically this huge genius, one of the top students in his country in Japan, uh, picks it up. And when he realizes what this uh, Death Note can do, he decides to cleanse the world of all criminals. Uh, so yeah, uh, there's no denying that this guy's a total killer. Uh, Light Yagami has a god complex, um, you know, and has all these... Um, how can I say, mm, genius ways, you know, to really take over the human world that he is in. And he's ruthless in what he does, you know? He kills... You could say that he is an anti-hero, because he's... Yeah, cause he, thinks he is an anti-hero. Because, like, when other people look at him, he's doing something bad. But then when he looks at himself and, or the ones closest to him look at him, they think of them him as a possible hero that's going to be there to save people. Right, 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 right. Um, how familiar are you with the Death Note universe and Light Yagami, Morel? All I know about, like, the first episode, that's it. <laughs> so basically everything I've explained. Yes, yeah. Okay, so, and based off of what I've described, how would you describe him? And, like, what are your just impressions of Light Yagami as a killer? Uh, I, I would say, like, very creative and stuff like that. Because, like, he has, like, a book where you write down their name, pictures that are facing their, in his head, and then they die, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's basically an instant kill. He could literally just be watching something on the news about someone doing a bad thing, right? Him yeah. running it down, and then bam, they're dead. And yeah, like exactly. everyone is just gonna look like, oh, he just died from a heart attack or something, right? Mm -hmm. And like, but like, he's gonna be like, no, like he's like, um, like self pride because like he's like, oh well, I fixed this. Um, let's say this city with the problem that they had. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and it's very funny that you say it like that on the news because that's literally what happens on the first uh, uh, episode. Uh, Light discovers the power of his uh, death note uh, by watching a news segment of this guy um, basically controlling, uh, no, sorry, taking a hostage uh, kindergartners and he sees the name and the last name and the face of the guy. So he does it. And then he writes it down in a death note. And then he sees that like the kindergartners are like running out, like all safe. And he's like, oh my God, this thing actually works. Why? And that's where you see him really become a murderer, a psychopathic, insane killer. But doing it for the greater good kind of thing. I, that's all very arguable. You know what I mean? Because true, true. there's a lot of things that, uh, that, uh, death note um has its takes on and a lot of people disagree a lot of people agree you know like a human life is still a human life but you know criminals are criminals all, all this different kind of stuff so i understand what you mean but mm -hmm. it, it is what it is right yes yes all right that's my first pick what uh, would my be first pick would be frieza pick? from dragon ball the dragon oh. ball Yes. The main reason why is because he is a, basically a pure psychopath. He goes and kills planets. He goes and kills people up front. If he doesn't get his way, you're dead. You aren't suddenly dead, right? Mm -hmm. He comes from a race and, well, especially with his father and stuff like that, right? Being all ruthless and uh, power hungry and so forth. And also plus, like, he's pretty powerful even as, like, when he first got into power, right? When he first... He's always been a, a very powerful character. Yeah, he's always sure. been s such a powerful character. Like, he was, like, severely OP, even at, like, a young age. 
kind of thing. No, definitely. And, and as like, the as the ruler of um his of his force, you force. you see him being able to destroy and just take out all of these planets and everything. And I think his his main gripe though, the thing with Frieza for me is that he always hated the Saiyans. It was always the Saiyans. Oh, Claire, curse you bloody monkey, you know what I mean? Yes. Um and you know what I hate about Frieza? What? The most is how much of a sore loser he is. Because literally the second the second he starts losing, he'll pull out the classic move, <laughs> blow up the planet. <laughs> you know, in Resurrection F, you know, we're, yes. we're there. Super Saiyan Blue Goku absolutely taking him out. No, sorry, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta absolutely taking him out. And then he's like, well, screw this. And he just blows up the planet because <laughs> he's a sore loser. Well, oh, but he is a, a total killer. He is a sore loser as well. He is very much a sore loser and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But also, plus, like, he does have, like, a lot of moments where, he, like, he does have, like, pride and stuff like that. And he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't kill. But, like, at least 99% of the time, you meet Frieza, you know that you're dead. Unless you're mm -hmm. Boma. Then you just get on his nerves. Right, 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 right. Uh, but to me, the other thing with Frieza as well is how he just... He, he's very cockroach-like to me. He always comes back. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he This does. is the most reoccurring Dragon Ball villain. He has this whole arc himself in Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm. Comes back, you know, Mecha Frieza, and then gets killed by Trunks. We don't hear from him for a while. He gets his own movie. Comes back for Super. Comes back in Broly. You know what I mean? Like, he just reoccurs and reoccurs and reoccurs and reoccurs. And the other thing with Frieza is that he does not care. He will betray anyone. I can think of when he was in the uh, Tournament of Power and he seemed to have this alliance with Frost, uh, which was basically Universe 6, I think? Universe 6, Frieza. Yeah. Um, and he just knocks him out of the stage, you know? Oh, he just key blasts him. He's like, bye. And he's like, I thought we were on the same team. He's like, nah, bro. <laughs> Too bad for you. <laughs> you know? Well, well, yeah, because remember during the Tremendous Power, it was universe versus universe, right? It was, it was. And but if, Frieza kind of blurred the lines a little bit with that. Yeah, no, but it, like if like he didn't do that, right, then uh, Frost could have done the same thing to him. 100%. And also plus, like, if he did that, then the whole universe would be gone. So then is he's like, oh, well, like, like he wouldn't be there anymore. Anymore. So like he, it's more for his own self per, um, uh, per preservation. Like, yeah, per, yeah, that word. He is one of the only villains I feel like on this list. I, look, I don't know the rest. Well, maybe no. You could argue. You could argue that other picks aren't like uh, are like him in that sense. But he's very like like he wants to just eradicate all Namekians and then all Saiyans. You know, he's very much just looking at like which uh, group of people are between him and his goal and he will just go about him he 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 commits like it's almost like just like war for him you well, know yeah he he does love war we know that he's destructive super destructive so yeah no absolutely a great pick uh in terms of uh killers oh man crazy frieza man crazy frieza. oh yeah all right my next pick i will stay on the dragon ball train here i feel like uh it's only uh only right to uh go above frieza to me this pick is even more of a killer than frieza because it's literally in the in the title of this character um i am picking the lord god of destruction beerus beerus the destroyer otherwise known as lord beerus or just Beerus, if you want to keep it simple. Beerus is a god of destruction for 
Marvel Universe 7. He appears as a cat, purple cat. Uh, how would I describe him? Uh, super mega powerful. You know, we see that in Dragon Ball Super right away. He's a god of destruction for a reason. Um, yet completely lazy taking naps for centuries you know i remember him waking up and being like oh is frieza still alive uh no frieza got killed who killed frieza and then we get into the whole goku versus beerus kind of thing um and then we just kind of see him in background in in the past you know in flashbacks where he's there and he's destroying planets after planets that's what he does you know he's a neutral character whose job is just to destroy planets and you know I guess he's responsible for making sure like there's no overpopulation. I don't know. Beerus to me is a destroyer with no limits in terms of how much he destroys and kills. You know, he goes in all over the universe and just he he's feared by everyone. All the Kai's, you know, King Cold, Frieza's father, Frieza himself, Cooler. I remember seeing King Vegeta, uh, Vegeta, and literally when they bring Shenron up and they see Beerus, like Shenron's like, oh my god, Beerus, what are you doing here? Lord, Lord Beerus, oh my god. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Because, like, to them, he is the actual representation of God. Because yeah, he's able to live... Well, no, God in, as a whole. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. he's super powerful. He can basically, if, he, if like, they talk back to him, he could easily just touch them, and basically they do, they they just turn to dust. Right, right, right. right? Absolutely. He has a uh, Akai. Do, do you remember Akai energy? Yes. Dude, like, attacks like that, like, I remember when he did it against uh, Zamatsu, the Universe 7 Zamatsu, at least. Yes. In present time. Um, He just Akai's him, and that's the first time we really see, a, I remember seeing Akai, and I was like, okay, so you have a pa uh, an attack that literally effortlessly effortlessly destroys people in, in an instant you know mm -hmm. that's what gods of destruction do so i mean you can't you can't tell me he's not a a killer you know you can't tell me that it's just literally all he does well and also plus like he is a very ruthless killer but also do remember that when we do say those flashbacks right mm -hmm. he basically blew up half a planet because the dessert was half good yes i remember that that's a good example yeah he's like yeah i'm gonna kill half of your population because it wasn't half population it was, it was like it was the planet okay. Half the planet. Yeah, yeah, but like half the planet to me is like half the population. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yes. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he he takes out. Remember, remember the beginning of Dragon Ball Super when you have Super Saiyan three Goku being like, "Oh, I want to fight against you, Beerus," and then he just touches his neck and just he goes, "It just dies instantly." Yeah. Oh man, what <laughs> a crazy, 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 oh crazy. God. Yeah. Or like he fires key blasts by sneezing and they destroy planets. You know what I mean? It's yes. ridiculous. And still, Bulma can be the only one that talks back to him. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why is because she cooks all the good food. That that's that's true. That's true. Yeah. And pays right. for it too. <laughs> yeah, very true. All right. That's that was my second pick. Let's go to your to your second all right. pick. Sticking on the Dragon Ball train. <laughs> yeah. Um it's hit from Dragon Ball Super. Oh my god, stuff. I love Hit. I love Hit. We, like, when we meet him and stuff, right? Yeah. He is an OP guy who can basically stop time in a pocket dimension, move through it effortlessly to where it looks like it's super speed, but it's not, right? Yeah, he's just he, skipping time. Yeah, skipping time. And, like, he can kill you in an instant. Like, literally, like, with the force of, stop, of skipping time, he could, all he has to do is flick you in the head 
and then bam, you're dead. Oh man, in I like remember a, in a sense, seeing him do that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and like uh, remember when he went when um, during uh, what was it? The Terminator Power, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the Terminator Power and stuff like that. Like um, mm-hmm. where like he was at his best and stuff, right? He was right. at his best. He could do everything. He could wipe out any animal enemy he has and stuff. And yeah, like it's all for money for him, right? All of his, um, like all of his power is all just for money. Well, he is the hitman. Yeah, I know. That's what he, it hit, he, he is. is the hitman, but also plus like if there's no money involved, then he ain't gonna kill but he's no, still but a his occupation killer. is to assassinate others. He gets hired as a bounty hunter yes. to take out other people. And the and thing is, I even remember in Dragon Ball Super, Goku calling Hit to literally put a bounty, a bounty on, on himself. himself. Yes. <laughs> For, from it, which is the most Goku thing you can do. Um, and the other thing I want to say about Hit is his, his fight against Jiren, man. Mm-hmm. Yo, it was an epic fight, but I was not prepared to see Jiren take out Hit so quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's because remember, like, during the Goku and Hit fight, it took a while. So then, like, when it was, like, um, Jiren and Hit, right? Yeah. And Jiren taking him, him Hit out very fast, it really puts a suspense of saying, oh, no, Jiren is badass. He, he's mm-hmm. able to be beat Goku, probably. But enough about Jiren. We're talking about Hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Do, do you remember the the time when we actually first meet Hit during the the universe six and seven? Yeah, it was uh, the, the, the mini tournament between the mini tournament. six yes. and seven. Yes. Yeah, 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 I remember, I remember, absolutely. And it's the the first fight was him versus Vegeta, and then yes. we see time skip happening for the first time, and everyone's super confused. And Goku catches on, and then does the Hokkaido Kane thing plus uh super saiyan blue it, it was uh, all epic to me but oh, yeah, yeah i think i think we've covered hit enough personally i that's that's all i had to say on him was there anything else you wanted to say no nah, he, w- he was just badass of like like you said like like even goku put a, a head out on himself to just see of how far he could push himself right absolutely absolutely so okay i think let's stay on the on the theme of of badass Mm -hmm. my next pick is probably the most badass character in his entire uh anime universe but i cannot stress how much i am for this character i know we're talking about anime killers this is probably the one anime killer that like i 100 support and that is from attack on titan levi ackerman which from my research this guy has killed over at least i mean the internet's telling me like 58 plus titan kills which to me that's not even close i feel like it's at least quintuple that he is a killing machine this guy is the leader of the levi squad which gets taken out by titans and he forms new ones and he's superhuman you can't you can't compete with them it's insane how fast he goes how much he kills you've seen levi in action right uh i haven't oh my gosh levi and attack on titan is on another level uh, being an ackerman he has this whole thing where he's able to be more superhuman i don't even know how else to describe him but have you what what do you know of levi out of curiosity morel uh for my attack on titans basically yeah. nothing okay Okay, all good. No stress. He's this short, straight back, uh, and a very narrow looking character, right? Uh, looking at him, you would not know that he is a badass, okay? Um, he's a super clean freak. He is 
not very approachable because he rarely shows any sort of emotion and he comes across as very cold. But he's very, very, very leader-like. He has great, great leadership and he has this very calm demeanor. But then whenever it time it comes time to slay Titans, which there's a lot of an attack on Titan. We have, you know, as we're recording this, season four, part two finished, and we're going to have season four, part three, which is like, they're milking this thing all the way till the end. He, when he goes into battle, I, I could, whether it be against the female Titan or the beast Titan, he absolutely kills, man. He is destructive. He is insane. I love all of his kills. He always manages to just get behind a Titan, slice the back of the nape, and take down what he needs to do. And it's ridiculous. This character is literally known as the one to avoid. All of the uh, humans who can transform on Titans who are against the Scout Regiment, they're, they always warn like others, like, beware of Levi. You have to watch out for Levi. There is this one uh, scene in Season 3 Part 2 that I love where you have two... Uh, you have Reiner and Bertolt, uh, basically these two betrayers of the uh, of the Scout Regiment who can transform as uh, Titans. They are talking to the Beast Titan, which is basically at that point of the series, Morel, the big final boss, the big guy you want to avoid, right? Yes. And you see him, you see them going to to to, to the Beast Titan and telling him, "You gotta watch out for Levi. Levi is insane. He's nothing to be messed with, right?" Mm-hmm. And then we're in this scene where all the Titans around the Beast Titan are killed and. And the Beast Titan are like, what What happened to all of my Titans? You know? And next thing you know, you just see Levi swinging into the Beast Titan and slicing up and taking him out in under a minute. The big bad guy of the series. You know what I mean? Yes, it's that yes. kind of character that is such an intense killer, such a great fighter that the big boss gets wiped out in a matter of seconds by him. And that's why I think she cannot be denied as an anime killer. And I looked it up, 89 Titan kills. You've seen how big a Titan is. Oh, yeah. Killing one is impressive. 89, bro? 89? Yo, I love Levi. Levi had to be on my list. He sounds pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go and watch Attack on Titans now. Absolutely, absolutely. I know you haven't watched, but based off what I've, off what I have told you, what can you tell me? What what are your thoughts on Levi? Just uh, well, like, him impressions. Being a, him being a human, right? Yes, he is a human. Him yeah. being a human and able to take down a Titan. I've seen how big Titans are. I've been on VR chat with a Titan skin, and they're tall as heck, right? Very. They're they're big and and everything else, and like yes, a little human go- taking down just even one of those. I thought that it would take like full-on day to do it and not like an hour Mm -hmm. and like a human to be being able to do that like literally like he should really be the whole the leader of the whole like regiment that takes down these he definitely he definitely has a leadership role and the thing morel um just so you have context uh, titans all have a weak spot this is commonly known at the back of their nape if they are sliced they, they they go down and that's how they get taken down right Mm-hmm. And they and scouts they have this mobility gear that allows them to like shoot lines uh, with hooks and these hooks go into I don't know walls or trees and then they have jets that propulses them and with their blades they can spin around and just easily slice. You see what I mean? So they have their own mechanisms. And throughout the anime, they develop like thunder spears, explosives, just other ways, the cannons that can kill titans and all that stuff. So just 
all that to say, he's an expert at what he does. So I think I think enough en- enough said on Levi. Let's go mm-hmm. to your next pick, Morel. All right, my next pick is Kurodo. He's from a Shelver of a Failed Knight. So the whole premise around this character mm-hmm. is um, um of the actual series is um they're all there are a few select humans that are called Blazers. All right. Okay. Where they ha- where they use their um soul to um that's magical to to basically make these like objects from their soul as like swords. Some people have guns, kind of thing, right? And mm-hmm. and some of them can like be in a school to fight and stuff like that to become a knight for wherever they live and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, there's that. But Kurodo, he's a different... He's, I would say, one of the best looking at the series and stuff. Because um, right. his power... He's a very skilled marksman, but also plus he has the power of... Um, the all right, So, like, the main characters are able to move at a tenth of a millisecond. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, no, tenth of a second. Okay. And he can move as fast... He can, like, move change his um like blade he could like like basically if like let's just say you are about to like hit a fly and stuff right but Uh then it quickly moves out of the way within a half of a second he's able to like um like counter counter react that with anything and stuff like that if you if you're going up against two people and stuff like that and one guy is coming at you with a knife to your leg, another guy is coming to with a knife to your throat, kind of thing, right? He's mm-hmm. he's able to move half half of a second, second or a tenth of a millisecond. I'm seeing here zero point zero five seconds. So yeah, tenth of a second. Tenth. No, that would be that would be a twentieth of a second. Twenty. I remember the anime was ten, um like. Well, in the wiki here, I'm seeing majoral counter, a unique reflexive sensitivity that no other person aside from Kuraduo, well, we're butchering this yeah, for sure, has, yes. which even Iki is unable to replicate. It is estimated his reaction time is at 0.05 seconds but also there's another point here saying at 0.13 seconds i think let's not get too buried down in semantics yeah he's obviously yeah. very fast he, he is, is very fast and stuff and it did take the main character Iki a long time to figure out how to uh, defeat him in the battle that they both had right and the reason why i'm talking i said about um Iki is like well one he needed to Iki needed to stay alive because um kurdo he is called he's called the sword eater he also kills blazers as well for fun mm-hmm. he has his own gang of powerful blazers and stuff like that right and in my mind one of the best in the series and stuff and like he's not like your typical villain that comes after you and stuff like that all right mm-hmm. he's more of a laid back kind of like beerus kind of thing because right. throughout the series we do see him at outside of where like Kiki and um, his companion Stella go to school. We can see him outside during their battles and stuff, and he's just like smiling and everything else. So it's like um, he's like not the "I'll get you next time," right? Kind of like Team Rocket, kind of like bad, and like yeah, he does kill and stuff. But like, what's his what's his body count in terms of kills? 
that's part of the manga. That's part of the manga. I I haven't really read the manga yet. What, what would you say it is? Season. If you had to guess, if you had to guess, like I wanted to see how much of a killer this guy is. I would say maybe like close to a hundred at least. Oh yeah, because okay. like like another premise around uh like at least a show like the TV show of it right of right. Shiver of the a Night the anime is that they do have mock battles where all their powers are done by like a phantom kind of like um feel of it right so right. like if you get like slashed and stuff like that it's gonna like actually feel and like you're actually gonna get hurt but it's not like a fatal wound kind of thing mm-hmm. then at the end they have like battles and stuff where they all end up like battling each other and stuff like that and it's all like a lot of times the uh the students do die and stuff no of course of course it sounds like the and death is a very recurring theme in, in that in that anime. It, it is very much and like yeah. kiki and um the main character he does go on to the, to the brinks of death too many times and even right. in the last episode i'm not gonna say anything about that <laughs> but like he Going back to the topic, the person at hand, um, when Kiki and Kuroto go up against each other and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Ki- yeah, Kiki, he can't replicate and use the other guy's ability against him. But instead, he uses an ability of another person that is not actually a Blaze user at all. Okay. Because um, he technically has an ability where he will use... Your, your fighting style and uh, and stuff right against you so like let's just say you are trained in karate and stuff like that right right and you and you have your own move, move your own moves that you've made up and they're all successful against all of your battles but then you meet this guy and he's able to counteract and and know of what to do and then you automatically are becoming you now have to deal with oh someone else is using my own moves against me. What the hell am I gonna do? I think I think I think I I, I get it, Morel. Um, and that's, I'm kind of good on this pick. Do you wanna? Is it okay if I go to mine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. You see, originally I was going to take uh Hidan. I really wanted to take Hidan as a, a killer. Uh, the thing is, Hidan only kill really under his belt. Uh, is Asuma. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And this other character I want to talk about is one that's got more kills and I'm just more excited by him as a villain, honestly. So I'm going to switch and instead of Hidan, I'm going to bring back a classic anime that I love and I'm going to talk about Toguro, younger Toguro specifically from Yu Yu Hakusho. This guy is the big first villain as uh, of Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, he f- served as the final antagonist for the Spirit Detective uh, saga, and then he's the main antagonist of the Dark Tournament saga, which is probably the best saga in all of Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho only has four, just for the people. And what we see, how can I say? Uh, he's very dark and twisted, you know what I mean? We see him very, very, very rarely showing any sort of emotion. The only times we really see him show emotion was during his final battle with Yusuke, the main character of Yu Yu Hakusho. But uh, as a killer, he's killed so many characters that were beloved in Yu Yu Hakusho. He's killed... I don't want to spoil, so I'm just not going to say it. But the, the one move that I'll always remember, basically, Morel... Toguro has this thing, he has this ability where he can um, use 
percentage of his power. You see what I mean? Yes, like he's yes. like, oh, I'm at 20%. I'm at 30%. I'm at 40, right? Uh, actually, the orders go 20, 30, 45, 60, 80. 100%, uh, 100% plus, and like 100% maximum. You know you know anime, right? Y- yes, yes. And so when he gets to like, I think it's 100% plus, I think it, I'll call it like that, his uh, second last form, Um, he does this thing where he proceeds to, we're in a tournament, right? So there's an audience. This thing is held in, held in the demon realm. So it's all demons. He just basically kills the entire audience by sucking their energy. Like on like some Super Boo stuff. You know when Super Boo shot his uh, laser and they just killed every single remaining uh, living person on the planet? Oh it's kind God. of the same idea, but instead he absorbed every single person in the tournament. And that scared the bejesus out of me. I don't know how else to put it. He's upper B, lower A, and he's super tall. He's eight feet eight feet tall in his normal form, ten feet tall in his demon form, and eventually he just absolutely becomes a force to be reckoned with. At the beginning of, uh, sorry, at the end of the first arc, when he's the final antagonist of the Spirit Detective Saga, kind of just loses to Yusuke, but you see very quickly that he was uh, kidding, and then he comes back, and he shows Yusuke, like, a bit of his strength, and he's like, you see, Yusuke, that's what I'm actually capable of. You got nothing on me. And it really motivates Yusuke to become a better uh, fighter, and uh, he was a big part of his growth. I just loved seeing this character um, in this anime. So that's Tagoro. Yeah, so what are your thoughts, Morel? I've not seen it, but I'm definitely going <laughs> to go and watch it, of course. Um, yeah, but as a, but as a as a killer, do you think he's worthy of the list? What, yes, what he's, he's worthy of the list because he does basically use a percentage of a, his power and stuff, right? So he does mm-hmm. have like a limit to where uh, to how much power he can use during any match. So like, right? if, if you go up against him and stuff like that, he might use like uh, 10%. And then the next opponent, he might just use, he might only need like 30% or, and then the right, one right. after that, he might only need like 20 so it's not using his full ability. So then he has like some ability left over for other people and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I think that you're saying that basically his power being... Um in ranks and you see how much of a how much more of a killer he becomes as the power goes up and up and up right Mm -hmm. that's what you were trying to say yes 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 so yeah no i i agree with you i agree with you um okay is it uh your turn uh yes yes go for it uh my last one is uh yon ra from uh avatar the last airbender the main i don't (laughs) remember this character at all i don't even know who this person is i'm very interested how this side character from avatar is one of the greatest anime killers of all time well yeah he's one of he's just one of the main amount of killers from avatar the last airbender and stuff like that well not main killers but like he's the killer who killed um katara's mother oh man out of cold blood mainly because um remember from the from avatar and stuff like that there weren't supposed to be any waterbenders in the southern tribe right okay okay and she was trying to protect katara because katara was the last of the um waterbenders right and so like basically out of the blue she's just like no it's me leave her alone it's me kind of thing right Mm -hmm. so um he he is a killer. He is from the Fire Nation. We have no idea how many, how many more, how many yeah. more that he's killed because the Fire Nation they were, they went after yeah like um the air nomads 
they went at, they went after like they went after everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every no matter what because um they were not firebenders, so they needed to be either controlled or put in their place in the ground. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And um that yeah. Here's okay, the- I have a question. I have uh, yes. I have a question for you. Was this the guy that in the last uh, book yeah, that Katara and um, Zuko went after. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, it's when it's when Katara and Zuko started to like click, kind of like. And she decided not to kill him, right? Yeah, he decides. She decides to not to kill him. Yeah. Okay. Because like because do remember that when they confronted him, the guy's living with his um, elderly mother, and he's being and he's being like picked on and everything else by his own mother. So Katara is like, no, I'm I'm not gonna kill you. I this is payback enough. <laughs> I mean, I'm reading here on the wiki on Yanra's page. Uh, Katara refrained from executing her revenge, proclaiming that as much as she hated him, she could not bring herself to kill such a miserable target. And then this last sentence: uh, Yanra was left crying and cowering in the dirt of the road. Yeah, someone like that—that's where they belong. You that know too. what I mean? Yes. Because but also like, the reason he why he plays the Fire Nation w- role very well. Yeah, of he, being a complete bad person. Well, yeah, of course, because well, in Zuko is like he. I could have put him on the list and stuff like that, but like by the season goes by, he becomes more of a nicer person and stuff like that. He becomes yeah, more humble. He does. But this guy, he just he was he was a murderer, killer, part of the Fire Nation army and and everything else. And then he becomes nothing because he's living with his mother. That's why he's a pathetic mess at the end of it. Oh, man. You're making me relive those white TV days right now. <laughs> I still have all the seasons. I watch them periodically. Good. That's awesome. Okay. My final, like, honorable mention was Hidan. And I think I've, I've gone into him enough. Was there any honorable mention for you, uh, Morel? No, or, not, uh, not really. Not really? No. All right. So let's wrap things up this episode was 128 um hotshot will be back on the next one uh once he's all moved in and cozied up and is uh with his new mic and everything F- make sure to follow us on all the social media which morel handles a big thank you to you morel uh, for doing that at anime podcasters on twitter instagram and facebook you can subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcaster. Just type in uh, anime podcasters or go on anchor.com slash anime podcasters. You can also see the video versions on Facebook and my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash giant music. You can rate us on ratethispodcast.com slash anime podcasters. Leave us a voicemail on speakpipe.com slash anime podcasters. All of these links are in the description. And also, make sure to follow Hotshot on Twitch. He's going to be streaming when he's all set up again. So, twitch.tv slash hotshotginger. And the artwork for NA Podcasters is provided by GoPro Keo. So, go follow him on Twitter and shoot him a DM for any uh, freelance work that you need in terms of art at GoPro Keo. And for myself, giantmusic.com is my website. You can hire me for freelance audio services and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And my Spotify has been blowing up. We just reached over 50,000 streams. I really appreciate everyone for that. Um, so you can go follow my Spotify. Just type in Giant Music. And my other podcast, Soundspace. Soundspace is dropping uh, audio interviews with uh, people who work in the space of sound, musicians, audio engineers, music composers for film and video games. We have a lot 
lot of cool stuff happening on that podcast. All right, that's going to be enough plugging on my end. Morale, where can people find you? What do you have cooking up on people, your side of the internet? Um, people can find me on Instagram at uh, Vimpro, Vimpulse Pro, which is my professional photography kind of like Instagram. People can find me at morel.vimpulse on Facebook. It's a Facebook page that I go and post everything from my TikTok to my Twitter to my Instagram, of course. And it also auto posts whenever I update, whenever I upload to like YouTube and, um, anywhere else that I even, I, um, that I post to and stuff like that. And I will be uh soon uh creating a reddit page as well because why not right awesome awesome very excited for all of those things so for myself and morale this has been another episode of anime podcasters bye everyone see you